We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. During his career, he hit 247, three home runs, had 20 RBIs. In 2018, he was named the Greenville Regional MVP, had a three-run homer against Ohio State and also three hits against East Carolina as the Gamecocks swept through the Greenville Regional, went on to the Super Regionals. Uh, in two, he transferred to Tampa for the 2019 season. I'm very pleased to be joined by former Gamecocks outfielder Danny Blair. Danny, appreciate you taking the time, man. It's a pleasure to have you on. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, Danny, I want to go, go back to the beginning for you, uh, for you because, like I just mentioned, you're a guy from Maryland. So, how did South Carolina, again, you're a top prospect in the state of Maryland. Um, how did South Carolina come on the radar for you? When did they come on the radar and what made your decision to go to South Carolina? So, so I played for the Evo Shield Canes um, in high school summer, um, and that's kind of what got me on the radar um, for all these, all these schools. Um, I wanted, I always wanted to go to go south for school. I, I was tired of playing up in Maryland <clears throat> in the winter and springtime, and I uh, wanted to go south. So the Canes kind of just ask you, you know, who do you want to, you know, where do you want to go? You give them a list of schools, and then, you know, we also play tournaments and stuff down there at in Columbia and North Carolina and stuff. Where, um, you know, at the time. Coach Esposito and uh, Coach Holbrook and Coach Myers all came out to those games back then. And, um, yeah, so that's kind of how I got on their radar and then uh, went on a couple of visits and then, you know, the rest was history. For sure. So you get on campus, obviously, like you said, you're under, uh, you know, you're, you're under Coach Holbrook. And I think it's interesting because you saw a coaching change while you were there. Just talk about first, you know, your relationship with Holbrook, um, what that was like, and, you know, also how tough was it, you know, after 17, again, seeing him get let go? Um, because, you know, we all know, I mean, you, you know, obviously well now the, the pressures of Gamecock baseball, oh, yeah. and, you know, definitely there's you're under a microscope, and if you don't perform, you know, it's, it's a business. So, I mean, but just, just talk about your relationship with Holbrook and how that evolved while you were there. Yeah, yeah, like you said, it's a, it's a business, but uh, so, yeah, I – like like any freshman, I guess coming in, I had you know kind of a, a decent relationship with him, 
you know, only having conversations on, on visits and stuff like that. So, uh, coming in, you kind of have to build that right away or, and, um, you know, it was tough, you know, cause we came in my freshman year <clears throat> and, uh, you know, he was kind of, he was already on the hot seat a little bit for the year that they had before, um, my freshman year, they didn't make a regional. And, uh, so we, you know, right off the, right out of the gate, we were, you know, 6 a.m. conditioning, like, you know, setting the tone early kind of of what, what the expectation was. So he was kind of seen as a more of that coach figure than maybe like the player's coach at first. Um, and then, you know, we had a pretty successful, my freshman year, uh, it was pretty good. That was the year we had, uh, you know, like Gene Cohn and Dom and all those guys, um, they had a pretty good years and, uh, you know, made it to a super. So, uh, then I think there was a little bit of pressure relieved after that year. So we came back for our, my sophomore year and, uh, you know, his you know, a little bit different attitude around there. Um, obviously it didn't end up working out for us, but, you know, we were able to build a, at least a little bit better rela- relationship with him. Um, yeah, you know, at positive, you know, there are good times, obviously good times and bad times for everyone, but, uh, but, you know, Coach, you know, it was an enjoyable experience with, with Coach Holbrook for sure. For sure. J- just talk about the uh, – because, obviously, again, you went through a coaching transition. Um, Holbrook was your guy, you know, got you to South Carolina, everything. That entire staff is wiped clean. Um, Kingston comes yeah. in, brings his guys in. And, obviously, there was a – I think definitely the thing I saw the most was there was certainly a philosophical change, especially at the plate, it seemed like. I mean, a lot of guys – their careers were basically revitalized from Kingston. Yeah. I mean, I, I, Madison Stokes jumps to my to to my you know, just my head. Justin Rowe and the way he hit that year, and you know the way they used you as well. But just talk about the transition um, for you personally. Um, was it was it smooth? What was the relationship like with Kingston? I mean, how, how did that go down? Um, yeah, so it was it, that was a really weird time for for a lot of us. Um, you know, because we're, you know, for a good portion of our summer, or at least the first part of summer, um, we didn't have a coach or, you know, we didn't have anyone reaching out to us or anything. Right. And we weren't really in the loop. So when Kingston came on, um, yeah, it was just different because I was up in Maryland. So some of the guys were down there working out. Some of my boys, like um, LT and TJ, and I think maybe Cody might have been down there working out. Um, but – I was up in Maryland, so I made a point to uh, to fly down there one weekend uh, in the summer just to meet him and and um, you know just show my face and just tell him what I've been up to because I was working out that summer, I was training, and I uh, just wanted to talk to him. So that's kind of how our relationship started, and then from there, I didn't see him again until until we uh, came back on campus in the you know in the fall and. Uh, you know, this shows how busy he was. He, I, so I met him in, in the summer and then I came back on campus and uh, I saw him again. I was like, Hey coach, how you doing? Uh, me and LT were going to hit on the field. And I just went up to his office to say, Hey, and then he was like, he's like, Oh yeah. Like, uh, what's your name? Or he said something like, nice to meet you again. I was like, Oh no, we met already. But like, <laughs> that was a pretty busy time for, uh, for him, you know, me and LT walking in the office and he's like, trying to figure out who we are but but uh yeah so that's how that's kind of how the relationship was with him he was definitely more of like a business 
uh, business first guy, which, you know, obviously he's a successful guy and, and um, it shows. So mm. but he's, he's, he's more of a business guy and that's kind of the relationship uh, that at least I had with him. Right. I, I want to jump around obviously because um, the Greenville regional, I want to go ahead and jump into that 2018. I thought it was really cool the way you guys turned it around. You know, obviously the season didn't, <clears throat> didn't necessarily start the the way you guys wanted, and it's been well documented about you know Kingston's speech after the PC game, and that that really just flipped the switch for you guys. But again, for you personally, um, you kind of platooned in the outfield all season. You get to the Greenville Regional, and I, I mean, definitely the most memorable moment I would say you'd probably say as well was your three run homer against Ohio State. I mean, it's late in the game, down two to nothing. It's what is it, bottom of the seventh, I think, or something like that, seventh inning. Yeah, uh, but they're up. They're up. They've been pitching well all day. Guys couldn't do anything. And then you come up, hit the three-run homer. Um, just break down kind of that, you know, going into that regional. I know you guys felt a little disrespected because, you know, they were the host, obviously, and you had a chip on your shoulder. At least I should say you had something to prove. But uh, yeah. I think that was still pretty early on in the regional, or that may have been the first game. But anyways, for you specifically – yeah, just talk about that game, that at bat, that moment, what that was like for you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That was that was a uh, that was a good moment for sure. Yeah, so uh, so that game, yeah, I came in. I think so. They started they had a lefty on the mound, and that's uh, that's a for sure was a for sure no go because I'm a lefty, obviously. <laughs> right. So uh, once that lefty came out, uh, he was giving our guys trouble, and then I think. Um, I came in for Noah. Noah Campbell was in left and Kingston. It was a close game. He's like, you know what? Our guys, you know, struggling a little bit. So I went in to play defense, keep to, uh, you know, trying to maintain that, that close, you know, one run game. And, uh, and then I just ended up, we, we, we kept it close. It was one, nothing. And I ended up coming up uh, in a situation where I couldn't really do anything to my strength, use my speed or do anything. So I kind of just had to hit away and, but you know, I was I felt I had, I was feeling good during that time, um, and BP coming into the regional, I was feeling really good. So I was like, you know what? If I get like a spot start here or something, mm. I feel like I'd have a good day at the plate. So I was feeling confident, and uh, and then so that but they had Ohio State had one of the best relievers in the country uh, on the mound at the time. He hadn't mm. given up a home run all year, and uh, we were you know, scrapping away. We had a couple guys on base and then I came up and, you know, he got me through two dotted up fastballs. And I was like, all right, well, now I just got to try to put it in play, beat it out so we can get, you know, get a run on the board. Cause I think it was second and third with, with one out. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then he just threw me a, a two strike little Frisbee slider. It didn't really break to my back foot, kind of just hung up there. And, and I was able to put a decent amount of barrel on it to get it out. So, uh, yeah, no, that was a good, that was a good, it was crazy. You know, it was, you know, you come up, you're just trying to get a, hit a sack fly or something up the middle and then the ball ends up getting out. So it was a pretty wild experience. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say with <clears throat> obviously not to, uh, to knock you, but three career home runs, that was definitely the best case scenario that could have happened. You hit yeah, a bomb yeah, in that absolutely. situation. So just, yeah, just expand on it. I mean, again, the, the regional run, um, going to the Super Regionals, I mean, you were lucky enough, again, in 16 and 18, you played in two Super Regionals during your career. Yeah. Being on that stage, you know what I mean? I guess how cool was that? You got to play one of them at home, and then one of them you went on the road in one of the best environments in college baseball, obviously, Arkansas. 
Um, right. Well, you know, what, what was that like, I guess? And if you can explain yeah. that to, to Gamecock fans that, you know, never get that opportunity yeah, being on that stage. Um, yeah, so obviously the first, the first Super Regional um, is at home, and that's a great experience. I, I didn't have, obviously, a big role in that, but in the second, the, the second one is the one that I can really remember, really talk about, and that, you know, the one in Arkansas, that's, that's probably one of the, the craziest and best baseball moments, um, you know, I've had in my life. So, you know, that's coming off the Greenville, uh, the ECU Regional, and um, so I was able to, I think I got, I, I started two out of the three games in that series. So, um, you know, played a decent role. And, um, you know, let off, I think both times, both games I, I played, I think I let off and just coming up, for for example, coming in that first game on, on that Friday night or Thursday night, whatever day it was, um, you know, in front of the 12 to 14 or whatever they say, thousand, they say, they say it's 12,000 fans there, but mm. it feels like a hundred thousand. It's, <laughs> it's just so loud. It's the loudest experience that you have and, and being back there in center up against the the frat the fraternity guys behind you with the uh whatever it was just a crazy experience so that obviously you know we were one game away didn't you know just ran out of juice at the end there and uh but but the experience overall was was unbelievable for sure i, I want to ask you danny obviously again that that series doesn't necessarily go the way you guys want lose out the third game but a great season wrapping up the 2018 season um it, it comes out after that you make the decision to transfer to tampa I, i'm just i'm just curious because guys i mean you see it every year in college baseball there's at least three four five guys that for whatever reasons uh yeah. whatever reason they transfer w what was the the reasoning for you was it as simple as just getting more playing time or what was what went into that decision for you yeah, yeah, no. So, um, so I had obviously been, you know, coaches have to follow the rules, but they kind of start reaching out to you, you know, guys that they think might transfer. So, so people were reaching out to me, like heading into to the end of the year, and I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to talk to anyone until our season's over because we were going towards the playoffs. So then everything happened in the playoffs, how it happened. And, um, you know, I had a really good regional and I was like, well, I kind of want to come back and, you know, make a run at the World Series. Like that was a fun run with my guys, whatever. So we got back from Arkansas and I was expecting, you know, a couple of weeks to go by and then maybe I'll, I'll talk about it with my family. But, you know, we have a meeting. We have our we had our every every single guy had a, had an exit meeting with Kingston. Mm, right. Um right when we got back from Arkansas and uh you know whether you're a draft guy or whether you're a freshman or whatever everyone was meeting with him that day mm. so we we got off the plane from Arkansas and uh just everyone was just waiting their turn so I went in there and you know we had a good conversation I talked with all of them all the coaches were in there and and he kind of asked me you know his first question to me was you know what is your you know what's your plan for next year uh what do you want to <laughs> do and I was like, well, like, I guess that depends on what your plan is. Like, for me, like, what's your plan for me? And he was like, okay, yeah. So he kind of explained. He's like, you know, you can – you can. it's going to be the same. Like, you just got to battle out for a job if, if you prove yourself. You know, you very well could be a everyday guy, but there's just a lot of – you know, there's a lot of competition. So 
I mean, it's, it wasn't like, hey, you know, you're just – I think you should you should head out. Right, and, right, uh, right. It was just, you know, you know, you got to compete, which, you know, mm-hmm. I love competing. That's why I stayed till my junior year. I mean, right. there were definitely influences from other places trying to get me to leave before that, but I, just, I wanted to stay there and I wanted to compete. But, you know, going into my senior year, um, you know, I was talking to my advisor at the time and uh, <clears throat> and he was good friends with uh, Coach Ursa at the University of Tampa. And he was like, I know you want to stay at Carolina, um, but just uh, may, if you're going to do anything, maybe give UT a look. Um, so I was like, okay. So I finished the meeting with Kingston, had that call with my advisor. Then I went down to Tampa a couple of days later visited with coach Urso and then they, he gave me his whole uh whole thing and and then from there I was, I was pretty confident that I just you know I wanted to finish up my my senior year down in Florida at, at UT just you know I was going to be an everyday center fielder just a guarantee the competition was similar and at that point in my career I was just looking to get picked up getting looking to get playing time and then looking to get picked up um you know guarantee wise you know, I had my experiences at South Carolina. So, so that's what kind of led into my decision to transfer in that year. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I mean, it panned out pretty well for you. I mean, you played in 54 games at 283, Homer, 29 RBIs. Just just talk about your experience down there because for those that don't yeah. know, <clears throat> Tampa is one of the best division, you know, year in and year out. I mean, the baseball in Florida for sure is is phenomenal. But Tampa year in, year out is one of the better Division two teams around. So just talk about your year, your experience down there for that year. Um, yeah, it was, uh, like you said, I kind of lucked out there. I came into a great, a great situation with coach Urso and, and, um, and it's, it's weird. It's, a, it's kind of a, it's a different atmosphere because you have a lot of guys transferring in with you and a successful D2 like Tampa or like a North Greenville in South Carolina will have, a lot of transfers coming in that sophomore, junior, and maybe senior year like me, that kind of area. So we had quite a few guys that were, it was their first or second year, but we bonded really well. Coach Urso does a great job down there um, on building, you know, great, you know, a great team, great character within the guys. And, you know, like he'll have parties. He has a house on the lake. He'll have lake parties down there. And Tampa's a really good place to, you know, a lot of extracurricular activities as well. So that's, that was able to uh, get us close as a team. So that was a, that was fun for me to go down there and enjoy that. Cause you know, I was close with a lot of guys at Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of really good friends that I came in there with and that, you know, I'm still really good friends with. So I was kind of, you know, uh, worrying about that a little bit going down there. So that was definitely a good aspect of it was, was the the team but yeah we had we had a really good team uh baseball down there in that conference by far it's the best division two conference in the country Mm -hmm. um and then you know it reminded me some of the opponents we played were you know just as good as teams i would i would say from uh division one teams we played at carolina like maybe some midweek teams or Mm -hmm. or something like that so that's kind of the competition level is you know similar arms just not as much depth um guys throwing 94 96 but then guys coming out of the bullpen maybe 92 and then maybe like a solid closer that gets it up there to mid to upper 90s but it's a really good competitive league down there and, and we had a uh, you know solid year last year I hit okay um I didn't I didn't hit as good as I wanted to obviously that's what 
you know, I was I was really putting some pressure on my hitting, but uh, played good defense and then really turned it on uh, in the World Series in the playoffs, really um, in the World Series. And I had a really good World Series and carry and and we were fortunate enough to win it. So, but, so you got you guys won it all. Yeah, that that worked out really yeah. well for you then, didn't? it? <laughs> yeah, really yeah, well. yeah. So we won it all last year. Yeah, Jeez. it was good. At, yeah, so uh, we kind of just turned it on there, and yeah, so that was Tampa's uh, eighth title, um, or Coach Ursa's eighth title, maybe. Uh, yeah, eighth, and then uh, University of Tampa's ninth title. So it's a good deal. Yeah, yeah, that, that definitely worked out well for sure. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I was going to say, I mean, it, it's unfortunate, but the 2019 season did not go quite as smoothly for yeah. for South Carolina, as you know. <laughs> not exactly. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, no, I was, I was still keeping contact with my buddies and uh, talking to them, talking to TJ and everything. And But, uh, yeah, 2019 obviously didn't go as well. So, <laughs> I guess it went out of all years to miss out on wouldn't have been the worst one, but <laughs> – no, yeah, for sure. I, I was just going to say, you were talking about that conference, the Sunshine State Conference. I mean, that's they have Nova, yeah. Florida Southern, Barry. I mean, Rollins, Lynn, it's yeah. just like down the list. It's just stud it's teams. A lot of, great yeah, teams. I mean, and that's the thing. I didn't want to – I was really – because, you know, South Carolina, that's that's like – that's power five. That's up there and in terms of baseball. And I did not want to make that jump transition down. And – uh I mean, now I look dumb, obviously, because I hit. I ended up hitting two eighty. So, uh, but um, <clears throat> yeah. So I was like, okay. And then I go down there, and they're like, look, look at the guys that come out of this conference. Like Nova has JD Martinez. Right. Um, you know, Tampa's got Tino Martinez. All these pitchers come out of these schools. So yeah, it's a solid conference for sure. Now, I want to ask you, Danny, obviously, I mean, again, one of the reasons you transfer, and I think every guy does it, I mean, you can't – it's hard to get drafted off the bench. You know what I mean? Like, you need to be in the game, yeah. show your abilities, develop, whatever. Um, what, what were the opportunities like for you after Tampa? Was there anything – did you, you know, mull over any options for, you know, signing any pro contract, whether it be, you know, MLB, indie ball, like whatever? What, what was, I guess, after Tampa, what was, like, the next step? Yeah. Yeah, so like I said, I didn't – I obviously didn't play as good as I wanted to down the stretch to to get that uh, to you know where I wanted to be. But yeah, I still I still received some calls and I got I got a few. Uh, I went I think I went to a couple workouts. One of the ones that I remember specifically is the Braves. I, I did a workout for the Braves, um, but nothing. No one ever ended up coming with an offer. Um, I ended up I got some. Uh, a bunch of in, a solid indie ball league offers and um, also a couple leagues from overseas, one of which in Australia that I was kind of considering a pro ball in Australia, but uh, to kind of get my foot in the door, but I, I ended up not doing that either. But so, yeah, so I did a couple workouts, but not nothing MLB wise. And then uh, I didn't really want to go the, uh, the indie ball route. Um, because in order for me to play again, I'm probably going to need to get some sort of – I'm going to get need some sort of sur- uh, surgery on my shoulder. So uh, in order for me to, f- to play a full season, whether that's getting it cleaned up or actual surgery, I don't know. But um, So I didn't want to just get surgery and do all that just for indie ball. But if I were to maybe get a couple of offers or looks in the MLB or uh, minor leagues or whatever – I might have got that done. So that's kind of where I was at baseball-wise. So, um, man, that's where I've been at. Um, just decided to 
just start working, you know, just graduating, right. just start working through the you know, family business. <laughs> I got, yeah, that's what I was going to ask is there, you know, right now, currently, obviously every, everything's shut down. Everybody's staying on quarantine, lockdown, whatever, but is there any baseball in Danny Blair's future, whether it be coaching, playing? I mean, what, what's your thoughts on the game as far as are, are you done with the game or going to get back into it? Yeah. Or what's... I don't know because this whole thing, this whole Corona thing made it real tough. Um, I was going to graduate and then potentially this cup, this upcoming winter, possibly do the winter league, the, uh, the pro league in Australia, maybe mm. go over there, see if how, see how I felt to maybe come back here and play, um, and play a little bit next, next spring and summer. Um, if I got any looks, but, but right now I just don't know what's going on with that. So I've just been working. I mean, I'm working out right. and I'm staying in shape, but, but there's just nothing specifically in the future that I can think of, you know, unless this thing were to wrap up real soon, I just don't know. But this whole virus, who knows when, yeah. when we're ever going to get to play again. Yeah. Ho hopefully soon. I, I know we could all use our baseball fix. I, I'm definitely um, curious Danny, to get your, your takeaways. Cause obviously one of the, and I know you probably stay in touch with all those guys, but definitely one of the biggest, you know, it was just such a shame the season got cut short because I, I really thought this Carolina baseball team this year had the opportunity to surprise some people, if you will, in the SEC. But just give your overall takeaways on the state of the program. You know, obviously under Kingston's leadership, I, I feel good about Kingston. But, you know, it, like we're saying at South Carolina, it's a business and there's a lot of pressure and it's crazy that, you know, the expectations are so high. There's already people that want Kingston gone, which is insane. But um, just kind of talk about your overall takeaways on the state of the program, like where you think it's at now and, you know, your, your expectations, I guess, for them moving forward. Yeah. Um, I mean, you see, it's just crazy. If you look at the, the transformation kind of from, from the time where I was going to visit um, and then going my freshman year to now, or to even my junior year, the kind of the things and changes that uh, Kingston is making and that everything you know appearance wise it looks good everything it's stuff to draw in you know the the recruits and bring in the guys to have a successful program they're just going to need a um you know put together a full stretch you know so you look back from kingston's whole record you know you go back to ours we turned it on at the end made the supers and 2019 they you know was that you know um, you know didn't have a great year but you know, hit, hitting wise, you know, didn't would they lead have? Yeah, lead we're the leading lead the country in home runs right? for a while. Yeah, yeah. They, were, I remember seeing they they were hitting a bunch of homers that year. So you see the philosophy kind of starting to work, but you're there's still question marks. And then then there's this year, and then it got cut short. So you're just you just I'd I'd say for the people that are like, hey, like let's get this guy out of here. You gotta get you gotta let him get you know they, get get a full stretch going, get a full season, you know, one season, two seasons, even three seasons might not be enough to do with the kind of transformation that he's been doing. Um, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into it. So I'd say, you know, hopefully, like you said, hopefully we can get back playing baseball here soon and then they can get, you know, by next spring, next college baseball season, I'm assuming everything will be back to normal, but, um, but yeah. So like I said, hopefully they just, he just gets a – they get a nice little stretch going. Their uh, show, you know, their philosophy definitely works out. And then if you – you know, you got to catch a break too. You got to get a couple guys like, you know, Madison Stokes and those guys, LT Tolbert, who really turn it on and who really click with their 
the kind of the kind of philosophy that they're trying to do you know mm. so he so they're bringing their own recruits in now and and we'll and you'll start to see you know hopefully it works out with their philosophy so that's you know where i'm at i think it's it is funny though people people want you know after after a year or so i remember kingston had our it was like our first maybe month we had we didn't have a good first half of the season or whatever and they were already saying they wanted him gone and that was his first games ever it was that was funny <laughs> no for sure so before i let you out of here Danny, i definitely want to get your uh your thoughts your favorite memory um from playing at south carolina i feel like i already know where this is going from back to the greenville regional but um yeah. maybe favorite memories or favorite stories from carolina that you can you can recall uh, i have so many uh there's so many stories i mean we yeah on baseball memory probably is that greenville regional just right. it was that was a really good time and not not even on the field it was off the field just with those that group of guys it was really fun and we were all just like in the hotel um you know playing Fortnite or whatever doing what um whatever we did back then but it was just that was a good time but when I think of memories, I, you know, you can take me back that freshman year on at 650 Lincoln. They just built those new apartments mm. up there in the middle of campus or whatever. There, um, there's some crazy, there's some funny memories from there. You know, I had my roommates freshman year were um, me. It was me, Cody Morris, LT Tolbert, and Chris Cullen. And you know, we we did some dumb things, but we also had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> we like we we bought I remember one time we bought we went to the pet store and we bought sharks um we we just did some stupid college kid stuff but on the field we were all it was a good time you know we I remember the 6 a.m's because that freshman year was was when we had to uh you know a lot of 6 a.m's we had a lot of expectations you know got to mm-hmm. have a better year whatever and that was that just Brings me back to the 6.50 days, waking up at 6 a.m., going to work out, seeing FT just yak everywhere after these workouts or whatever, just <laughs> struggling, just all that kind of this. It was funny. But, yeah, that's th- those are some memories that I kind of – I think about them quite a bit. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, Danny, really do appreciate it, man. I know I can speak for all Gamecock fans when I say, you know, it was a pleasure to watch you out there do what you did, especially, like you said, in that Greenville Regional uh, was – was awesome to watch that run you guys made, and obviously you were a big part of that. So really do appreciate it, man. Glad to hear you're doing well. Stay safe, obviously stay healthy. But, uh, no, appreciate the time, and let's do it again soon for sure. All right. Yeah, all right. I appreciate you having me on. Perfect. So for Danny Blair, I'm Chris Phillips. We appreciate you guys tuning in, and we'll catch you next time on the episode of